Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Nora Charles and Dennis Kim, licensed acupuncturists with the University of Kentucky Integrative Medicine and Health. Welcome, Nora and Dennis. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. I'm excited. Today, our topic is acupuncture, and I think that this is a subject that people are interested, that they're intrigued about, that they want to know more about, that they may be interested in trying. And so I'm excited that you are here today to answer all of our questions about acupuncture. But I just wanted to start, and Nora, we will kick off with you, of how exactly does acupuncture work? So acupuncture is a system of medicine that was developed initially in China, and it's been used for well over 2,000 years. There's uh, an acupuncture text that is older than 2,000 years old. So acupuncture has its historical roots in China, and it's based on something called the meridian system. The meridian system is this network of connections between the inside of the body and the outside of the body. The outside of the body is where we have the acupuncture points. And these points across the body actually have, um, they create physiological changes when we put a needle into them. And often the meridian system is, it's really close to the, sort of mimics the peripheral nervous system. Not exactly, but one of the things that acupuncture does is it stimulates the nervous system to do something that will heal the body. An acupuncture needle doesn't have anything on it. It's just a needle that goes into a very specific location. Acupuncture also works to increase circulation in the body. So that could be circulation of blood, any kind of fluid. It also reduces inflammation. So for example, if you sprain your ankle, you can put acupuncture needles at that site and it will reduce inflammation. And another thing that's really important is that it it releases endogenous opioids. And so when you get acupuncture for pain, you can find um, sometimes actually immediate relief from certain kinds of pain. That's actually one of the things that we're, we use a lot. We treat pain a lot um, because acupuncture is so effective in that regard. Excellent. So Dennis, can you share with us some of the common uses for acupuncture? So you've mentioned pain, additional uses for acupuncture. Sure. So in our clinic, we see a lot of patients who come in for chemotherapy, induced nausea and vomiting. So those are one of the symptoms we can help mitigate um, if this plant, if it's coordinated correctly with their treatment sessions. Um, but also we see a lot of chronic headaches, migraines, digestive issues. Um, also rheumatoid arthritis-related issues, plus TMJ, neck pain, low back pain, knee pain, any sort of type of pain that a person might experience where acupuncture is very effective in treating. But we can also, uh, we also see patients who are, who suffer from strokes or also have facial paralysis related to those strokes as well. 
So what would a patient expect during an acupuncture treatment? So for an initial acupuncture session, the first part of the session involves a lot of questioning. So when people come to the acupuncturist, they usually have a primary complaint. But the great thing about acupuncture is that it's a it, it addresses multiple symptoms at once. And so the first time you go to an acupuncturist, we will ask you a lot of questions that may not seem related to why you came in. You know, what does knee pain have to do with uh, my stomach and my digestion? But that's what we do. We ask questions about all the body systems, which help give us a better idea of how to treat you. And so the patient will have that initial session where they answer a lot of questions. They'll get a treatment during that session. That first session, the treatment is usually about 20 minutes where they lie on the table um, with acupuncture needles in. And then we answer questions at any point at the end. And then we schedule follow-up care. Um, because acupuncture works in a cumulative way. So you will most likely need multiple sessions. So during that session, we talk about, you know, what to expect for the future. And what would someone expect after treatment? So after treatment, I like to use this phrase called AcuBuzz, because this is something a patient might experience. It's called like the fuzzy lightheadedness plus a sense of calmness. Basically, this happens because we're taking the body from a fight or flight mode and inducing a parasympathetic nervous system response where it takes them to the rest and digest mode. So it helps regulate their nervous system, helps bring them back to a sense of calmness. So after a treatment, a patient might feel extremely fatigued for the first 24 hours. And also it's not uncommon to experience an urgency to go use the restroom because your body is releasing toxins for the body. So I always suggest drink a lot of water to kind of help flush those toxins out from the mark as well. So Nora, you mentioned that um, it's it's progressive treatment that it kind of adds up over time. Can you share a little bit about what a course of treatment looks like? So the course of treatment will definitely depend on the patient and the condition. As a rule of thumb, patients who have had conditions for a longer period of time Chronic conditions are harder to unwind than acute conditions. Let's put it that way. So it depends when the patient actually makes it to the acupuncturist. Sometimes it will take a, it'll take longer for the condition to resolve. A course of treatment, excuse me, we usually request that people give us three sessions to see what kind of headway we can make. And we'll know as acupuncturists, we will know, are we, are we making any progress here? Because what will often happen is people will get relief from some symptoms, but then those symptoms might come back. But then because you have follow-up sessions planned, the relief lasts longer. So our goal is to get that, that the patient to the space where they feel better for a longer period of time and don't need to come back in either as often or, you know, just call us if you feel bad again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as we wrap up today, I have one final question that I would throw out to to either of you all, and I'm certain this is something that you get asked a lot, but when you think about needles, you kind of think about pain. Does acupuncture hurt? Go for it. So I always tell patients, acupuncture really doesn't hurt because if you think about it, if you ever had a flu shot, 18 of our needles is inside one flu shot barrel. So really you're working with tiny, tiny needles that doesn't really hurt. I mean, for some points, they might hurt a little bit if we're working around an area that has less muscle or fat. But to be honest, it really doesn't hurt. <laughs> the 
the positives outweigh all of the negatives. Is that a question you get asked a lot? Oh, yes. I would think it's probably the first question people ask as they walk in the door. I do want to share with our listeners that you have provided a website through UK Healthcare to Integrative Medicine in Health. If one of our listeners is interested in learning more about your clinic or acupuncture, that that will be linked in our show notes and they can check it out. Nora and Dennis, thank you so much for joining us today and um, sharing with us about common uses for acupuncture and what an individual can expect both during and after treatment. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT or send us an email at UKFCSEXT at UKY.edu. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. It starts with us.